Just a quick heads up that I am currently on maternity leave, which means that the Fertility Co podcast is taking a break. But please don't panic because I'm already working on some exciting things behind the scenes. And when I come back, I'm really looking forward to sharing with you a brand new, completely free mini course all about ovulation and finding your fertile window. In the meantime, there are still heaps of ways that you can continue to learn about your fertility and your menstrual cycle while I take a break. If you're just getting started with charting your cycle, you can check out my free fertility roadmap. If you want to dive deeper and learn exactly when you're ovulating, then you can watch my Fix Your Fertility Masterclass. There is, of course, also my Conceive with Confidence workshop series and, of course, my flagship online program, Fertility School. If you want individualized support from a trained fertility educator, that's me, then you can book in to my wait list for a one-on-one consult. And I would love to work with you to achieve your fertility goals in 2024. Spots are strictly limited though, and links to all of those resources are in the show notes. In this episode, we are talking about common household items that may be affecting your fertility. Rachel and I am obsessed with all things periods, pregnancy, pelvic floor and helping women just like you to navigate all of life's major milestones. I'm a physiotherapist and natural fertility educator and my passion is teaching women how to take control of their health. Fertility, pregnancy, nutrition and menstrual cycle health will dive deep into all of it right here. All those questions you've been secretly Googling, all those things you're too embarrassed to ask your doctor because, well, we're women. Shouldn't we just know this stuff? So get comfy and get ready to finally have all of your questions answered. Hit subscribe now and let me teach you what they never taught us in health class. You're listening to the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. Want to say goodbye to hormonal contraceptives and their weird and unpleasant side effects? Want to improve your chances of conceiving quickly and naturally? Sounds like you need my fertility roadmap, my simple three-step system to understanding your body's natural fertile signs and pinpointing ovulation day so that you can use this knowledge to achieve or avoid pregnancy. To grab your free copy, head over to manawomenswellness.com forward slash roadmap. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Manor Women's Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and today we are talking about some of the common items in your house that could be disrupting your hormones, causing wonky menstrual cycles, and ultimately impacting your fertility. Just a heads up, this episode could cause you to feel a little bit panicky about your house. I'm already aware of these effects, and I've already done a lot of research in the past about how to replace as much as possible in my house with non-toxic, friendlier options. But that said, even just researching for this episode has triggered a real anxiety in me about what more I could be doing to eliminate my exposure to these hormone-disrupting chemicals. So please don't freak out. Don't panic. This is a step-by-step process, and it's virtually impossible to completely eliminate all of these chemicals from your life. But by being aware of some of the more major disruptors in some common everyday items that we use all the time, hopefully there are a few simple changes that you can make straight away to feel a little bit better about what you're exposing yourself and your family to. And it's especially important if you're struggling with irregular menstrual cycles or awful period symptoms or struggling to conceive. So with that said, let's talk about hormone disruptors. 
Now, endocrine hormone disruptors, EDCs, are any chemical that can alter how our hormones work in our bodies. So unfortunately, these disruptors are everywhere and we're really starting to discover the negative effects that they can have on our thyroid function, the nervous system, digestion, and of course, fertility. Now, some of you may have heard of some of these before, some you may not, and we often see them on ingredients listed as glycols, phthalates, often listed as fragrance, uh, parabens, ethanolamides, and BPA, which we often find in plastic. Now, these chemicals are all added for a reason. So they do have a purpose. So they create things like texture to help something like makeup spread more easily on your skin. They're used for cleaning, to remove stains as preservatives, but they do have a negative effect on your body. And the problem is that we're being exposed to all of these different different disruptors throughout our lifetime. They're really slow to break down in the environment. And honestly, the long-term effects in humans just aren't known yet. What we do know that they influence how our hormones work and interact in our bodies. And we know that any type of hormonal imbalance has an effect on our menstrual cycle, on ovulation, and ultimately our fertility. Now, our body's normal functioning involves tiny fluctuations in hormone levels, and these small changes can have more significant effects on our bodies as a whole. So our endocrine system releases hormones that signal to different tissues in the body what to do next, and it's all one big domino effect. So when they enter our body, these disruptors mimic our natural hormones, which blocks or binds to hormone receptors, and hormone-sensitive organs like the uterus and breasts are particularly vulnerable to them. So a type of endocrine uh, disruptor that has a significant effect on our fertility and something that I want to focus on today are called xenoestrogens, which have an estrogen-like effect on the body. Now, we know that estrogen is really important for a healthy menstrual cycle, but when xenoestrogens enter our bodies, they block these receptors so that they can't actually do their job. So the body thinks that there's not enough estrogen and begins to produce more. This will increase the total amount of estrogen in our bodies and cause what is known as estrogen dominance. Xenoestrogens do not break down, so they're stored in our fat cells and build up over time can lead to cancers, particularly breast cancer, as well as prostate and testicular cancers in men, obesity, infertility, miscarriage, endometriosis, early onset puberty, and diabetes. So where do we find these hormone disruptors? First off, we find them in our cleaning products. So cleaning our house can actually introduce a whole heap of new toxins into our homes in the harsh cleaning products that we use. So it's often impossible to know what is in a particular product because unlike food, companies are not required to list their ingredients on the label. Some companies do voluntarily provide this information though, so they're the ones to be looking at first, as well as any that are specifically eco-friendly and non-toxic. You can also go down the DIY path and make your own household cleaners from really cheap staples you've probably got in your pantry, like vinegar and baking soda. I am gradually replacing everything in my house with a combination of vinegar, baking soda, and coconut oil, and honestly, my toilet has never been more sparkling. Next up, we have skincare. So your skin is your body's biggest organ. And what you put on your skin matters because everything that goes on will be absorbed into the body. 
So next time you're putting on makeup, I want you to have a read of the ingredients on the back. How many of them can you actually pronounce? So think for a minute about how nicotine patches work for smokers. So the contents of that nicotine patch are put on the skin and then absorbed directly into the bloodstream. Yuck. You want your skincare to contain no synthetic ingredients because that will go into your bloodstream. Skincare and makeup that is non-toxic is becoming more easily accessible and it's more affordable now too. And there are online stores that have done all of the hard work of label reading for you. So you know that whatever you purchase from that store contains no nasties. And that is what I recommend. And that is where I like to start when I'm exploring new brands that are affordable and also good for me and my fertility. Next up on the list is food storage and plastic. So we know plastic is everywhere. The trend away from plastic, particularly when it comes to storing our food, is becoming more common, and that is good for us and for the environment. BPA is the big one here, and this is used in that shatterproof plastic. But a lifetime of exposure to BPA can cause problems. So choose glass or stainless steel over plastic to store your food. If you've got a cupboard full of plastic storage containers, you don't want to just chuck them in the bin because that is not environmentally friendly, but you can recycle them. You can use them to store other things in your house. So just not your food and never microwave them too, because the heat can cause that plastic and the BPA to leach into your food. So replace plastic bags with reusable lunch bags and cling wrap can be replaced with beeswax coated cloth instead. Choose wooden or cotton toys over those plastic toys, especially when Bob is in that put everything in the mouth stage. Canned food, while convenient, can also be lined with BPA to stop cans from eroding. So choose fresh, frozen or dried food that aren't packaged in cans where possible. If you can, go organic too, and that will reduce your exposure to pesticides. So some fruits and veggies are more likely to contain higher amounts of pesticides than others. So do your research based on the foods that you most commonly eat and work out where you could go organic and where it's worth your while. And always, always wash your fruit and veg before you eat it too. I think that's just common sense in uh, today's COVID world as well. Next up on the list, we have filtered tap water. This is the way to go. So drinking out of a glass obviously reduces plastic waste and exposure to BPA, but tap water on its own can contain a whole lot of hormone disruptors. So Dan talked me into filtered tap water as soon as we moved in together because he used to work on water mains. And he said to me that if you could see what the inside of those pipes looked like, you would not want to drink water straight from the tap. That was enough to traumatize me. But research also shows that tap water can contain residue from birth control pills. Lead and copper is a huge problem in America. And so filtering your water can help to reduce your exposure to any of these potential disruptors too. So where do you start? At this point, you're probably feeling quite defeated and overwhelmed by the thought that hormonal disrupting chemicals are in everything. I've been there and ultimately until we can make changes on a global level, it's going to be really hard to completely eliminate these disruptors from our lives. But the things I focused on today are those that are easiest to change. And you don't have to go and clear out your house overnight. Just gradually replace what you're currently using with another more hormone friendly option as you run out and you need a replacement. 
If you're planning for pregnancy or you're currently pregnant, then this is really a time to start thinking about making some changes because this is when our babies are particularly vulnerable to any disruptors as well because that can affect their growth and development. And if you're struggling to fall pregnant, this could be an area to make some really easy changes and rebalance your hormones and actually improve your chances of conceiving too. So here's how to reduce your exposure as much as possible. One, you can wash your hands regularly and obviously before eating, and that will actually help to remove a lot of chemical residue from your skin, from anything that you've been touching during the day. Next, choose organic foods where possible or wash and peel any non-organic fruits and veg. So if it's got a skin, remove the skin. Buy hormone-free meat and dairy products too, and always drink filtered water. Next, you want to reduce your use of plastic as much as possible. So don't microwave food in plastic containers and store food in glass, ceramic or stainless steel containers and avoid any cling wrap. Next, you want to dust and vacuum often. So a lot of things in our house, from our couches to our electronics, contain flame retardant chemicals. And obviously, this is helpful in avoiding everything in our house bursting into flames in case there's a fire. But these chemicals can actually escape from your couch, your electronics, whatever it's in. And it collects as dust in your home. And obviously, you can't replace everything in your house with flame-retardant-free versions, but vacuuming and dusting more regularly and using a vacuum that tra- with a filter that traps uh, dust particles, so an HEPA filter, can reduce your exposure to chemicals that can build up in your home. Next, you want to use chemical-free biodegradable laundry and household cleaning products. So DIY as much as possible here to save yourself money and potential exposure. Remember, baking soda and vinegar can be used for almost everything. Next, tampons, pads, and toilet paper. So always choose chlorine-free and unbleached paper products. Organic pads and tampons in particular are the way to go or start using a menstrual cup instead, which is even more environmentally friendly and you will not look back. Beauty and skincare products need to be as natural as possible too. So avoid nail polish, use natural fragrances like essential oils. Remember, anything with the word fragrance in it likely has a nasty and chemical-free soaps and toothpastes. Choose fragrance-free too. So like I said, fragrance isn't actually essential for a product to work. And if the vague word fragrance or perfume is listed in the ingredients, choose something else because it's going to contain a xenoestrogen. Fragrance pops up everywhere. So it's in bin bags, it's in nappies, it's in cleaning products. So instead, use natural alternatives. Use essential oils. Open your windows. Use fresh flowers to avoid bad smells so that you're not actually having to cover anything up. So that is it for today's episode. This is a topic I am very passionate about because once again, it's stuff that nobody is telling us. And when you start to look into it, it can get really quite alarming. Of course, we have to live our lives. We can't completely eliminate all exposure to these endocrine disruptors, but we can make small and gradual changes over time to reduce our exposure as much as possible and see positive effects on our hormone balance and our menstrual cycles as a result. If you learn something new or found value in today's episode, I'd love to hear from you. So send me an Instagram DM. Let me know what you want me to talk about in upcoming episodes. So this podcast, as always, has been created with you in mind, and I want to talk about the things that are most important to you. 
If you want to learn more, you can get today's show notes with everything that I talked about in this episode, as well as links to freebies and other related episodes at manawomenswellness.com forward slash 24. And if you're just getting started on your natural fertility journey, if you want to ditch hormonal contraceptives, also a hormone disruptor, or if you want to improve your chances of conceiving quickly and naturally, then you need to grab my free fertility roadmap. So this is my super simple three-step system to understanding your body's natural fertile signs and pinpointing ovulation so that you can use this knowledge to achieve or avoid pregnancy. And it's available today with the show notes at motherwomenswellness.com forward slash 24. I will see you in next week's episode. Bye for now. And don't forget that knowledge is power. When you truly understand your body, you are empowered to make informed decisions and take control of your health. Until next time. If you've made it this far, you deserve a huge virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. New episodes are released every Wednesday, so make sure you hit subscribe now so you don't miss when the latest goes live. Why not make my day and leave me a quick rating and review while you're over there? If you want more, head on over to Instagram at Mana Women's Wellness, slide into my DMs and say hello, or you can visit manawomenswellness.com forward slash podcast for show notes and access to all of the freebies that I talked about in this episode. Until next time. Let's talk about TempDrop. TempDrop's wearable sensor and accompanying charting app brings the full fertility tracking solution right to your phone. Wear the TempDrop sensor on your upper arm during sleep and then just sync to the charting app whenever it's convenient for you. TempDrop believes that every woman should be empowered and equipped with the knowledge to take control of their body. Sound familiar? That's where TempDrop steps in to provide clear, science-backed technology to help you to better track your cycle. I only recommend products that I use and love, and I love my TempDrop tracker. You can get 10% off your tracker with the code AFFertilityCo or head to fertilityco.com.au forward slash TempDrop for more information.